Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney, the Mama Bird here as always. And today I have an amazing guest. For those of you who are incredibly frustrated knowing that you have a book inside of you, this is the episode for you. You've been waiting for this. So Javon McCormick, welcome to the show. Priscilla, how are you, ma'am? I am so great. And I've got to tell you, I loved it when you and I talked about doing the show. We've been working together, your company and my company for a while. And um, we talked about the show. And when you sent your bio over, I thought, oh, no wonder this guy's in story writing. (laughs) (laughs) So for my audience, you've got to take a listen to this. So Javon McCormick, he was born the son of a black pimp father and a white single mother on welfare and poverty, abuse, eviction, discrimination. These were all a part of his daily life. But today, who you're going to listen to is the CEO of Scribe Media. It's a multi-million dollar publishing company. It was recently ranked the number one top company culture in America by Entrepreneur Magazine. Hey, Javon, not too shabby. <laughs> uh, we, 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 uh, I, I will say this. I, I'm only as good as the great people I get to work with. So it's, uh, they, they, I, I will be the first to say, I believe that CEOs are over-celebrated. <laughs> okay, I love this idea because on Ponderings from the Perch, we try and pull the curtain back and say, look, it, it, it's just a guy. It's just a guy back here. So can we just talk to the guy and see, you know, how did he get here? Like, what is it that he needs? And I love this idea of pull, stripping back the uh, jargon or or concepts or huge goals and breaking it down and saying, look, you can do this too. And I mean, Scribe is nothing if it's not all about that. And so if you are have been living under a rock and you don't know what Scribe does, <laughs> it really has uh, redefined the world of, of publishing. So they've developed a system. We're going to let Javon talk a little bit about it, but they really help entrepreneurs, executives, at, you know, you're an expert, a coach, whatever it is, publish that idea that you have in your mind, because it's this concept that they're not just really working on books and getting more things in print, but really about helping you leave behind something better. And I, I love this mentality here. So Javon, let me hear you talk more on this podcast. So why don't you share a little bit of your journey to becoming that CEO of Scribe Media? What was the what was the problem that you saw out there that you decided you would solve? Oh, wow. So so I've actually, the company is seven years old and I have been here. I started with them when they were 13 months old. So they had two great guys, the co-founders, two great guys, great idea. Uh, and, and, and our joke between the three of us is uh, no damn clue how to run a company. And so <laughs> that, when, when I was actually searching to do my book, I, I was the president of a software company that, that we had scaled. So when I set out to write my book, I got interviewed with the two co-founders and really was amazed that there was a process out there where I didn't actually have to do the, the writing. I could speak my book out loud someone would help me structure it, make sure it flows correctly, the, the, the grammar, punctuation, everything. And so all I had to do was, was speak my book out loud and everything else was taken care of from the interior layout to the cover design to registering it, having it up on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, so on and so forth. And, and it really intrigued me, mainly because my book would not have come to life had it not been for this process, there was no way in hell I was going to be able to write my book. I, I joke with people, 
I had three letters after my name long before CEO. Uh, it was GED. And, and so I, you know, I can't spell, can't tell you an advert from, from an adjective. Damn sure can't write a book. So um, that's really what intrigued me. So when I started doing my book, the two co-founders said, hey, man, you, you scaled an amazing software company over there. And, and my response to both of them was, look, man, no one person scales an amazing company. It, it takes truly a, a team of, of people to scale a great company. So uh, through a, a lot of back and forth and me giving them feedback from the company, I'll, I'll fast forward. They sat me down at Starbucks and they said, hey, if we give you a lot of equity, would you become the CEO uh, of the, the company? And it was interesting to someone because I, I sat back in that moment and I said, wow, I've been the president of a software company that we scaled and I can't write code. And now I can be the CEO of a, of a publishing company and I can't spell, can't tell you an advert from an adjective. And I was like, God bless America, I'm, I'm in. So uh, fast forward now, six years later, we've worked with 2000 authors, some of them, you know, people will know uh, the actors and comedians that have published the uh, former Navy SEAL David Goggins. We've worked with the former CEO of Chipotle, Monte Moran. My favorite, we've worked with the Nobel Peace Prize Committee. The reason why that is my favorite is it speaks to our quality. I, I've always said it's good enough for the Nobel Peace Prize Committee. Nobody else can, can make excuses or complain. So, uh, that, that's really how it, it came to be and how I came over here. And then all of the other cultural things are just a combination of uh, a, a crumb of my leadership style, but also being surrounded by great people. Oh, I love that. But, you know, you did give a reference, and I want to unpack this just a little bit, about the barriers that people have to actually getting their book written and getting their idea out into the world. And for you, that would be, okay, I'm not a great writer. Okay, well, this is kind of funny. Um, I am a great writer. I'm the CEO of a digital content firm. And I cannot even tell you how many, you know, companies I ghostwrite for, whether it's long, you know, format, multi-chapter, pillar pages, um, blog after blog, you know, submissions to, uh, to speak. And I do not have the bandwidth to get my own book done. And so, you know, there are a lot of different barriers out there um, and maybe different frustrations for different leaders. And so there would be a reason for many different people to choose a ghostwriter. And really, even Scribe is not strictly just a ghostwriter. It's a really a full team that come along and help you not only with the barrier of frustration of writing, but also with a couple of things you, you mentioned, like how do I get this out on Amazon? How do I get yeah. the, you know, ISBN? How do I, you know, what, where should I start seeding this idea? Where could I speak? And, and other things like that. So unpack those, a few of those other frustrations or things that Scribe solves so people understand what is this, uh, this relationship that they can enter into. Well, you, you, you know that from the very beginning, and, and let me start with, um, we're not in, in, in the traditional sense, we're not ghostwriters. And what I mean by that is, you know, Steve can't show up and say, hey, could you write a book about the new iPhone? We go off do a bunch of research and come back, slap Steve's name on it. You know, our, our process 100% consists of your words, your tone, your voice, your book. So at the end of this process, the, the ultimate goal is someone can pick up this book and it 
truly feels as if you're reading the book to them. And they're like, oh, wow, this is Priscilla's book. Um, so you nailed it on the great majority of the people who come to us. It, it's time. You know, it, it's, it, you, you know this. This is great. It has been proven one of the hardest things to do is to think and to write at the same time. And the reason being is, especially if you're, you're trying to write your book, you're thinking about the stories you want to put in the book, and inevitably, as you're in one sentence, you're already thinking of another uh, story, and you can't write that those sentences fast enough. So what we've done with that is completely strip the author of having to, to worry about thinking and writing. Sit back, grab your beverage of choice, let us ask the questions, dig into the details, uh, especially with a lot of our professionals, because you know they, they've been in business. 20, 30, 40 years. And when we start asking about the details, they have forgotten more than they're going to, than, than, that they know. And you start you're making them recall some of those memories. The details are what make for a great story, which make for a great book. Okay, two things you said there. Number one, I think then I need to change one of the acknowledgements in my book that's coming out that says, I would like to thank wine and champagne for bringing this about. <laughs> Um, first of all, <laughs> um, you know, secondly, you know, I remember when I would have my sessions, um, you know, with the scribe, which you're right, it's not ghostwriting, it's a scribe actually writing your words and really help or organizing them, you know, just realizing in the middle of the book, wait a minute, that's not chapter seven, that's chapter two, let's get to that first. And those kinds of really important, you know, uh, conversations to be having and, and um, with another person, someone to, you know, bounce this idea off of like, where, wait, wait, how does this get organized? But I will say, you know, many times when I would have like a two or a three hour session coming up, I would be thinking, how am I going to fill three hours? <laughs> and here I'm, you know, I've got two podcasts. I'm a CEO of a digital marketing firm. I write, write, write all the time and speak, you know, uh, uh, constantly. And me, I'm saying, what am I going to say? Because you do, do feel like, wait a minute, I'm not sure if I have something. Everybody has to kind of get over that feeling, but I had to get over that feeling every time the appointment was coming up. And sure enough, like, oh, no, you were going to talk about this and this and this, Priscilla. This is in your outline. And so let's talk about this. What did you mean when you said this? Oh, my gosh, I'd talk for 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. like, if you, you, you really are opening up a different part of your brain um, to really let the creativity out and really, you know, keep yourself free of that obstruction, which is actually physically writing it. And that, totally. that is such an interesting, really, understanding of neuroscience, <laughs> you yeah. know, how we speak and then how we write. And that, just as a, another tangent point, it's interesting because I teach social influence for LinkedIn for B2B uh, uh, cohorts, and I'm constantly trying to get them to quit posting things that sound like they wrote it. I want them to post things that sound like they said it. Yeah. And yep. that's really when you think about a great book you've, uh, you know, you've either listened to in this day and age or read, it's that voice that comes out from it. And the best example I could give is I just listened to Green Lights with Matthew McConaughey and mm. his voice comes out. And when I think about Scribe, I think that is what, you know, that company is trying to do is to say, but I want to hear your unique voice and we yeah. want to capture it and not really write for you. So um, let's jump into some advice because I do have a lot of people 
who listen to this podcast, who know that they have a book in them. And I like being that tipping point And I like being that catalyst in people's lives and saying, I know you do, because I would like to read it. Can we please get it out in the world? Um, but what it, what is some advice that you have? Because you live in this world constantly for someone who's just flirted back and forth with the idea of writing a book. So the, the three main reasons that people come to us to do, do the book, because everything with us is, is nonfiction. And so the three main reasons, uh, credibility, thought leadership, lead generation. There are a lot of our authors, like you said, CEOs, business executives, founders, entrepreneurs, business coaches. But what's really been creeping up is the, is the fourth option is actually why I did my book, uh, Legacy Piece. And I, I'm actually shocked that more people, especially with the finances or who are in a financial position to do it, don't write legacy books. So you, you've gone out, you've had this amazing career, achieved all this success, but when you pass away, yeah, there's going to be one or two stories that may make it down to your great-grandchildren, and even those are going to be lost in translation. So I've always been shocked at how, why people don't write legacy pieces for their great, great, great grandchildren to, to be able to hold on to, especially if you're in a financial position to, to do it. Uh, I, I make the joke, um, what's actually worth more? Me leaving you a million dollars or me leaving you in a book how I made that million dollars? And for me, it, it's hands down how I made the million dollars. Um, so again, the legacy pieces come on strong and, the, but those are the three, four reasons most people, uh, come to us to, to do a book. Well, what do you find keeps people from doing it? Like, does it feel to people? I, 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 I don't know if this is true, but I would think that some people struggle with, maybe they'd confess that if they have someone help them, then they're not really writing the book. Yeah. Do you we, hear that? We, we get those. They don't, they feel imposter that, you know, if I didn't actually write it, I didn't do the book. And, and like I said, to, to me, um, I, I, I make the joke, well, I never feel imposter when direct deposit goes in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's your money. So, so I don't feel that, oh, I, I didn't earn that. And so, the, the important piece there, we'll go back to it again, is it, it's your words, your tone, your voice. And, and, and here's what really breaks it down for a lot of people. Many people don't know that Socrates, everyone talks about Socrates. He actually didn't write anything. He had a scribe. That's actually how we named the company. Um, Malcolm X never wrote anything down. He had a scribe. And, and so when you share that with people, like, oh, and that shifts the paradigm for them a little bit to say, oh, okay, because we do. We're, we're, our goal is not to be filler of, of your story. Our goal is to get the details uh, of those stories. And, right. and I would share this with people as well. If you are going to do a book, do the book. What I mean by that is don't half-ass it. It, it, it. Put the hard details in there. You know, if you're writing a legacy piece, Right, the, the, the things that you are not the most proud of, uh, because that's what makes for, for a great book. It, it's so many, uh, we do a lot of books for, for wealth advisors, and some of them will say, Well, you know, there's a million and one wealth advisors out there. And I go, But there's only one you. You know, what, what's your approach? What's your story? And, and one individual that, that comes to mind, he became a wealth advisor because 
Yeah. He had five kids in a week, so uh, six kids in the, in the family. Their dad passed away when he was 10, left no life insurance, and watched his mom struggle to take care of his six children. And that became his drive to teach people uh, financial literacy. And, why did, and so I'm like, man, you've got to put that in the book. That Do you know the connection people will feel that you share? That's why you got into wealth, being a wealth advisor? I go, that needs to go in the book. Yeah, that is so more on the why to the what. And also, I agree with you. I don't like these stories that are revisionist history at best, uh, where it totally sugarcoats, you know, here's the rise of the, (laughs) you know, the CEO who went from down here to the, you know, and I, I love that idea because you do have a success story, but you understand that taking out the struggle is like completely running the entire story arc. Totally. Totally. (laughs) It's, it's, um, you know, especially for me, like I said, I did my book, The Legacy Piece. My book was so my children could have a reference point of how I got to where I, I did. Because I don't know where my last name comes from. My mom got her last name in, in the orphanage. No clue where, why, how. So I wanted my children to have an, an origin story, if you will, that, that essentially started with, with me. Of Okay, here's, here's everything I went through to... Uh, achieve success, how I did it. And and when I was doing the book, yeah, there were times there, there were some stories in there where um, there were things that I had chained up and safe and thrown to the bottom of the Atlantic that were never going to be spoken about. Uh, (laughs) But I I said to myself, okay, if you want to do this book, you got to put those things in there. Oh, I love that. I love that. And so you mentioned that you only do nonfiction books. Um, and, uh, how much of that is business related books? Is that the majority of what you're seeing then? Yeah, I would say that the great majority is, uh, our, our business books. And like I said, legacy is really coming on, uh, strong, uh, memoirs. I, I call them legacy memoir, legacy piece. Uh, you know, what our, our crown jewel, if you will, is, uh, David Goggins, the former Navy SEAL. His book was the second best-selling memoir, second only to uh, Michelle Obama. Wow. And so we, we did his book. That was a big win uh, for us. But yeah, it goes through a, a lot of his uh, memoir legacy of what he did to, it, to achieve where he is. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to give a shameless plug for my book that's coming out, hopefully later this year, if your team cracks the whip and keeps me going. <laughs> Um, I've had an amazing experience with my scribe, uh, and, uh, uh, and I'm happy to share that with anybody happy to jump on a call with someone for a couple of minutes and just give them again, pull the curtain back. And let me tell you about my experience and why I did this and why that money and that investment was, uh, worth it to me. Um, just knowing that I was never going to be able to get that out there myself. So I had to really do some soul searching about what was important to me, what was important to my brand. Um, and you know, what was going to be important to be able to take uh, not only my speaking, but also some of my ideas to the next level to new audiences. So happy to talk with anybody about that. Also, I'll give a big shout out to Miles. 
um, who is on your team. He is the the connection that um, that I work with all the time in terms of um, you know just connecting other people to this this wonderful process that is Scribe. And I know there's other publishers out there. You know, obviously this isn't the only one, but this process that you've put together that really takes the guesswork and also just it's just taking the stress. Like I just don't have to move this ball forward. <laughs> it's it, I am I'm in charge of too many other things, you know, and it's so funny because your team is in charge of me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but you guys have to work that uh, out with me and and force me, you know, to stay on target with that. But my book that's coming out is called Collaboration is the New Competition. And in terms of ideas that I want out in the world, you know, Javon, this goes in alignment with, you know, what you wanted. You wanted to leave these stories. um, And I do want my kids to understand you know, why did I work this way? I could have worked yeah. all by myself. I could I could make more money just being a single consultant um, than growing this firm the way I'm growing it. But that's not what my heart is. That's not what I'm trying to accomplish for my life. And so being able to see a little bit behind my story and understand these are some beliefs that I have. Um, these are some core values that I needed to work out. And so like, also, I do think it will be very helpful. I think a lot of people are kind of jarred into the sense of if you're going to be very successful in business, it has to be competition, competition, competition. And I just don't agree. So I'll definitely make my case. But um, um, Javon, um, let people know where to find you and how you like to be reached and, um, and give us that, um, that scribe uh, URL. Oh, you, you, easyscribemedia.com and, and you can find everything about us there. We've, we've literally put every FAQ that we've ever received from there. There's success stories, videos, uh, every book that we've published is, is on the, the website as well. Uh, and if you want to know anything about our company, we've got everything about our culture, how we do things, our, our beliefs, our values. And then if you're looking for me personally, easy, uh, Javon, J-E-V-O-N at scribemedia.com. I love it. I love it. And please, um, on there, you can see, you can fi- find Miles wrote, um, talk with him. He's just, it, this is just no, no sales, no pressure kind of, um, you know, outfit that I love to work with because they just know that people are very trepidatious about these questions. Is this going to work for me? Is this possible? And, um, the friends that I've sent to talk to Miles have come back and saying, I think I have a clear idea now. This has been really helpful. And so, um, you know, reach out to Miles. Let him know that Priscilla sent you. Let him know that you heard about it a little bit on Ponderings from the Perch. There might just be something, you know, a little special you know, in there Priscilla, for you. I, I, I appreciate <laughs> you, you said that. And I, I express this to people all the time. So, again, we're a seven-year-old company. We've never done, quote, unquote, outbound sales. Everything with us is, is marketing, referrals, things of that nature. We, we built the company to what it is by that. But what's really important there is we don't sell anything. People people call us up. We explain what we do, how we do it. And if someone's interested in doing your book and working with us, great. Then, then we, we uh, do an agreement. We don't even have contracts. We call an agreement. Um, and, and that's it's very intentional because a book is very personal. And you should not have to be sold to write your book. So I, I really appreciate that you brought that up. 
Hundred percent, and that's the what, what I've gotten from every conversation I've ever had with your whole team, and I appreciate it. Which is why I wanted people to hear it really directly from you, and and I hope that we nudged a few people um, out of the nest to say, "I think it's time to fly." <laughs> Let's nice. do it. So, Javon McCormick uh, from Scribe Media, thank you so much for joining us here on the Ponderings from the Perch. Thank you, Priscilla. You take care. Awesome. From all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day. Get started on that book and. Happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.